Hello and welcome to the Idaho Reports podcast. I'm Logan Finney. We are joined by Director Margie Gonzalez from the Idaho Commission on Hispanic Affairs, discussing Hispanic voter outreach, some recent improvements and difficulties in that area, and where Hispanic Idahoans can find election resources and assistance at the polls. Margie, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm very honored to be here with you. Um, So to get things started for our audience here who might not be familiar with the Commission on Hispanic Affairs, can you just introduce yourself for me and the sort of work your agency does? Absolutely. So my name is Margie Gonzalez. Um, I'm the executive director for the Idaho Commission on Hispanic Affairs. It's a very long name for a small state agency. We've been around for over 30 years. We were established in 1987. And our main goal is to really work with government and state agencies to help them understand the Hispanic community. But also, um, we are the clearinghouse on Hispanic data. So we serve as that um, source and resource to all of our communities statewide. And according to not data from you guys, but just generally from U.S. Census data, Idaho's population is about 13 percent Hispanic. Um, We're here talking about voting this week. Do you have any sense of how many of the voting population in Idaho are Hispanic? How many Hispanics usually turn out to vote in a given election? Yeah, our voting um, turnout is very low, unfortunately. Um, it's under 10 percent and um, it depend, depends on the community. But overall, as a state, um, our voting turnout is is low. Um, we should you know, we don't do a very good job of getting out to the polls. And so what sort of voter outreach do you guys at the commission end up doing? We actually work with a number uh, right now. We're we don't have that many organizations that are specific to uh, voter registration. and But we do have. Uh, a few organizations in the state that we help support their efforts. They, their goal is to specifically go out and help educate our Hispanic community, um, not only getting them registered to vote, but then helping them understand the process and helping understand um, how to get to the, you know, when and how important it is to get to the polls. Sure. Oftentimes just getting your registration figured out and finding out if you're eligible that's often just the first step for people. There's a lot more that goes into voting than just filling out the paperwork. Absolutely. And a lot of our families, um, we live, you know, Idaho as a whole is very rural, but within Idaho, we have communities that are very isolated. And those communities um, have very strong representation of Hispanic families. And unfortunately, they feel that they're not part of the bigger community in the state. And so they don't see themselves as valuable when it comes to voting. It's unfortunate. Um, That's something that the Commission on Hispanic Affairs is really starting to or has been working on is helping our families understand what that process is and also helping them understand who the candidates are and how critical it is that that they get out to the polls and how does that affect them personally. And I think breaking it down and, and having families really understand how does this affect them personally is is very strong, very powerful. And so where can Idahoans look to find those sort of those, whether it's a voter guide or helping figure out where their local polling place is? If a family needs those resources in Spanish, where should they start looking for them? Um, They can always reach out to our office, but there is a group called the Idaho Conservation of Idaho Voters that has a component that works specifically with families that are of Hispanic descent. 
and they they're a great resource. They will travel. We travel throughout the state to meet to have community meetings to help our families understand that's part of what we go out for is to help them understand the process. So anyone who's who's in the in the state of Idaho and is interested in learning more about the that process can contact our office and typically we will forward them on to to the organizations that are specifically working in that field. You mentioned a little bit earlier that the Commission on Hispanic Affairs is kind of the data clearinghouse for information on Hispanic people in Idaho. Um, according to data that you guys have put together, about a fourth of Idaho's Hispanics uh, speak English less than very well. So about a quarter of Idaho Latinos don't speak English very well. If they need help in the Spanish language, uh, what sort of resources are available to them on Election Day at the polling place? You know, that that's an area that um, unfortunately is not done very well. Um, not because of lack of volunteers to work in the polls, but I think that we're getting more and more communities on board with understanding that it's important to have uh, bilingual, bicultural people at the polls. But it's not something that I can say is where we want where we need to be as a state. In fact, as a state, when it comes to data, we struggle to to really obtain strong data for the state of Idaho. And unfortunately, we're having to reach out to like the Hispanic Pew and other national groups to get us the data, which it shouldn't be that way. We should be able to get our own data in Idaho. But um, in some of the work that I've done with the Secretary of the State's office, you know, they, it's not a requirement to for anyone who wants to, to to when they go to the polls to register to vote, it's not required that, you know, they list what ethnicity they are. So, um, unfortunately, Idaho is is not there where um, we can collect, do a better job of collecting the data, uh, at least not on the Hispanic population. Sure, the Secretary of State's office doesn't collect any of that demographic information when they're registering voters. Mm -mm. No. Um, do you think there are any specific improvements that we could make in Idaho to help with that Hispanic outreach and help make it easier for Hispanic Idahoans to vote? I think it would be great if if the state as you know, if the state took a stronger stand and and if the secretary of the state, because there are some there are states that collect that data. I think if we made some some type of a stand at the state level where we were, um, you know, gathering more people of color to be at the polls. We have right now we have bilingual radio stations that throughout the state that reach those isolated communities that, you know, that would be beneficial to have, you know, a campaign that would run on these radio stations, encouraging our volunteers to to want to be at the polls, to encourage more people of color to, you know, where they feel comfortable coming in and voting. And I like how you've mentioned it's not just the bilingual aspect, it's also the bicultural aspect. Right. You know, it's something that we think about as reporters, we hear often like first generation college students. If you don't have someone in your family who's gone through the process and knows how to do it, you might need a little bit of extra help just figuring out what you don't know about the process, right? Right. I think um, many times we have it, things have backfired on us when when um, even myself personally, when I go to vote, um, if you don't know enough about a candidate and you're just going by our families will just go by a surname, for example, Gonzalez or Vasquez and or 
you know, Smith or the people, a lot of our people I know by fact will go by the surname. They don't even know anything about how, what this candidate stands for. Um, they're going by a surname and that's not, you know, always helpful. That's fair. There's also, oftentimes there are assumptions that Hispanic people or people of color are going to be more left-leaning or are always going to vote democratic. Right. And that right. is not the case. It's not like, a given that if you get more Hispanic people out to register, it's going to overwhelmingly benefit Democrats. Right. Right. Something that, you know, I work with legislators um, all the time because I'm we're a state agency. You know, we work with our elected officials and something that my message to our elected officials are at any level, whether it be city, county or state, you know, I always my conversations with them are around our Hispanic families. Um, I've actually been told by some of our policymakers, you know, well, your people don't come, don't get out to vote. So they, I don't consider them, you know, like they're part of the constituents from their district, but they don't consider them a threat or a, a favor if they're not getting out to vote. What they don't understand, and I, and I share this with our elected officials, is that Perhaps our first generation families are not getting out to vote, but our second and third generation, their children and their grandchildren that are becoming of age, they're very involved. They're very civically involved and they're getting more and more involved and they are very prepared to get out to vote. Are there any races or particular areas of the state that you're expecting um, a Latino vote or a Latino campaign to have any really big impact or is it still kind of an afterthought for politicians in the state? No, I think that we're um, something that I've that I've also continued to to speak of is that we're because of our population growth, we're, we're really going to see a climate change in the state of Idaho. All, it goes back to what I mentioned about uh, more of our youth getting civically involved and wanting to get out to vote and make some changes happen. We're um, I think we're going to start to see that change in across the state. But um, I know I've seen more Latinos running in a number of communities. Canyon County is one um, in the up in uh, the Magic Valley is another where we're starting to see a lot more Latinos running for for a seat. And, and not just like I said, and not just the state, but at all different levels uh, school boards. Um, we see more running for city councils, um, you know, up in Wilder a few years ago. Um, several years ago, they had 100% of their city council was Hispanic. And it should be. Those are communities that have over 50% Hispanic population. So they should be. Uh, we have, right now we have schools that are um, anywhere between 80, some some schools are seeing 65 to 75% um, Hispanic student population. So, you know, hopefully one day our schools our school faculty and our school boards will represent that student population. Margie Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Idaho Commission on Hispanic Affairs. Thanks so much for making the time to talk with us this week. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's been an honor of ours and I welcome this opportunity. Whenever you should need us in the future, please um, contact us and reach, reach out to us. I just, you know, I hope that more people will uh, reach out to our agency as a resource.
presentation of Idaho Reports on Idaho Public Television is made possible through the generous support of the Laura Moore Cunningham Foundation, committed to fulfilling the Moore and Bettis family legacy of building the great state of Idaho. By the Friends of Idaho Public Television and by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Hi, I'm Marcia Franklin, the producer and host of Dialogue. For more than 25 years, we've been bringing you conversations that matter. More than 150 of those conversations are with writers, and now you can take them with you wherever you go, while you're walking, around the house, or in the car. Just search for Dialogue with Marcia Franklin on Apple Podcasts and other podcast platforms, and remember to subscribe so that new shows download automatically. Enjoy.